This is the Nitty Gritty with Ash and Kita, where we explore life in detail and place emphasis on the importance of mental health. I'm Kita. And I'm Ash. Settle in. Here's the Nitty Gritty. Hey guys, we're back for another episode of the Nitty Gritty with Ash and Kita. And today we have a special guest uh, by the name of Elizabeth Dodds. Whoop, whoop. Hey, Dodds. How are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Right. As I think we all be. are. Mm-hmm. We're all tired. You, did you like our introduction? Like I the whoop, whoop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did. So y'all, um, Dawes is a friend of mine. Um, I met her through the military. Um, she is a seventh grade math teacher. I actually began um, so before I even knew her. Um, she was making a transition um, in the army, and she came to Hinesville, Georgia. Um, I met her when she got into town. We talked like we were an instant click. This is probably the fastest friendship that I ever made. Like, we became friends. Oh, my God. It was like, what? It was like maybe a week. <laughs> it, it was it was, it was fast. It, it even was, for me. I'm an introvert, and I don't make friends. And I was like, who is this girl? But suddenly, <laughs> she's like my best friend. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. So, we instantly clicked with another, another friend um, that worked at the school. So, it was like, it was like that. We're going to say it was love at first sight. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> I don't know. I really romantic. thought I really thought you were crazy. At I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I still think do, that's the first impression everybody gets. <laughs> you know what? It probably is. It probably yes. is. And y'all yeah, probably too scared to leave my life. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's actually scared. that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I'm afraid if, I, if I left, you come hunt me down. So <laughs> right. she'll hunt. She'll right. hunt down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um, she is a seventh grade math teacher. She is a. Uh, the wife to a UAV operator. What is that, Dodds? That like the drones they fly in the sky. He's oh. usually people think of the Air Force, but he's in the Army. So okay, awesome. Because you know these uh, abbreviations. Unmanned uh, aerial vehicle is the official. Okay. Awesome. So it's something important. Yeah, we, we're gonna Apparently. say that. I was a UFO. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's the first thing that popped in my head. Oh Lord. That was a little left field. Um she has two beautiful daughters, three and two, Adeline and Luna. They are beautiful. Yes, they are. Um, yes. She's originally from Chandler, Arizona. Lived there for over um what has lived over mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, work your magic. Ooh. Um, but we couldn't leave it in there. I, you know, I don't care. Um, oh, no. She has lived all over, thanks to the army. Um, she's been married to her husband Corey for the last ten years, and she's known him since she was nine years old. And across the street from her family in Arizona. Um, she's a very passionate individual about equal rights and helping people. And she's an introvert, so sometimes she can get overwhelmed with the amount of interaction it makes. Um, it takes to make change. So those are little fun facts about Elizabeth Dodds. I'm sorry I botched all of that up. <laughs> I'm not used to reading a script. I'm used to just, but I just wanted to capture those important things that she put in her bio for me to read. So um, charge it to the, uh, what, the brain, not the heart, whatever you call it. So, what everyone has been waiting for, let's get into it. 
Um, we, as everybody know, uh, everyone may not know, um, we are black women, uh, me and Ashley, but Dots is a white woman, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, she's white, but I felt uh, that it was an honor to have her on the uh, podcast. Ashley actually came up with the idea and was like, you know what? Let's get Dots on here. And I was like, okay, I'll make it happen. So reached out. It was easy. She uh, agreed with no um, reserve. So um, we're excited to have her because she truly is an advocate for um, all races, all uh, cultures. So it was really good to have her, welcome her onto the show. So welcome Dodds. You are officially part of the family. I was honored you asked me, so I feel so special now. Awesome. And honestly, we just wanted to get another perspective from someone of the race. Because um, we're, we're unbiased, so we and we don't want people to think that we have a one-track mind. Um, we would love to hear the perspective of other people. Um, hence the chat with Ash and Keith group. Because uh, we have all races on that group interacting and giving us their opinions. So um, I guess our first question is... Do you believe in Black Lives, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, and what does the movement move, mean to you? Oh, a thousand percent. Um, <laughs> I, there's not even another answer I could think to give you, but I just think, as a white person in today's society, like I, I don't really get to have my voice right now because I've had my voice for the last 28 years of my life. Right. Like mm-hmm. it, it has been the voice that I've always heard and I've always known. You're right. Um, so for the Black Lives Matter movement to really become as big as it has in the last, just what, like three months, really, mm-hmm. um, I think is huge. And I don't think that I need to sit here and like amplify my voice and say anything more than what they're already saying. Mm-hmm. I, I just need to step aside and like point in the direction for people to go look at the right people to talk to because it's not my place anymore. It's my place to sit here and listen. And mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what the movement's doing is it's making everyone shut their mouths and mm-hmm. actually pay attention for a second and realize, wait, hold on. Maybe this is actually not what I thought it was. So that's really good. That's really good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely believe in it. I think it's amazing. I'm happy that it's, it's gotten the momentum that it's gotten in the last three months. Not the reason why it's gotten the momentum That's right. Obviously right. not a pro, but, um, and I, I feel like I'm seeing change come from it. Like I've, the people I interact with on Facebook, um, I like to think most of my friends are pretty liberal, but, you know, there are still some very um, pro-Trump people on my Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it does feel like their tune is changing a bit after all that's happened. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it's been like just that's what Black Lives Matter has meant to me is just watching people actually be like, oh, maybe I should stop for a second and think. And it's been made me like more willing to have the conversation with people especially white people about what exactly it means what is the movement like why it's happening mm-hmm. so definitely and these are conversations that you do have with your white friends as well right because oh yeah 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 um yeah i mean my i grew up in like a very my mom is very liberal <laughs> she's <laughs> um and my dad is too but he's just much more like he's a quiet man you wouldn't really know much about him unless he really I shouldn't say unless you get him drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they call it liquid courage for a reason. He's just a quiet person. Then when he drinks more, you know, he's, he just talks more really. That's all the difference is. But yeah. But so, I mean, I feel like we were always very open talking about things in my family. So I've never been 
one to like not talk about something because mm-hmm. my mom's a lawyer, like my brother, it was on the debate team. Like it was you like I would have just died in my family if I wasn't willing to talk about things. Right, right. But so, that's good. Yeah, that's a good upbringing. A lot of people um don't talk, don't say anything. It's like if it's not happening within my house, it's not up for a, it's not mm-hmm. a topic of it, discussion. Right. So that's I, very true. Right. So I yeah. really believe that um your parents kudos to your parents because a lot of people don't live like that i mean even in black households it's mm-hmm. just like if it didn't happen in our house or for the most part in our immediate family's house we don't talk about it it's right. not something that we talk about so that is awesome yeah. um what do you think other races should understand about the movement i mean i think ultimately i've seen people talk about how like this is not politics and like stop politicizing things. But like, it's not politics guys. Like Mm -hmm. it's literally people's lives. Like all that's being asked is that like, we treat people equally. Like it's gotten so publicized and I feel like a very wrong way at times. Mm -hmm. Like it's not people sit here and make it seem like they're asking for like, you guys are asking so much as like the black culture, but like Mm -hmm. you're literally just asking not to be shot in the street. Right. Human decency. Right, like, just basic human kindness, like, Mm -hmm. and I just don't, it blows my mind every time I see someone who tries to, like, bring it down, like, I just don't understand how how they don't understand. Right, and one of the biggest things, too, for me, for people to understand is that, you know, when you start to start counteracting, um, for me, let me speak for myself, when you start counteracting the movement with something else like Blue Lives Matter, He's yep. pretty much saying, you know, it's like at the end of the day, they gotta understand it's not a competition. Yes. Like, uh, cops are not out here just being killed every day. Right. I mean, yeah. I support cops. Or even you know? if they do, it's part of their job. They're not being hunted, though. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, and you also, they have the opportunity to leave that behind, right? Like, right. They can they can take the uniform off and just exactly. be a normal citizen. Like, um, you got, like, literally, th- this is your life. Like, right. you, don't you can't get take to your black skin not, off. Yeah, you don't get to not be black because it's inconvenient today. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And people always like to say, all lives matter. Nobody ever said that all lives did not matter when I say black lives matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, that does not, it does not mean the same thing. No. Like, you're using that as saying, well, everybody's life matters. Everybody's life does matter. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we want you to understand because right now, it seems like our lives aren't mattering. That's why we're trying to bring it to the for- forefront. Yeah. And I like, I, every time I've seen the all lives matter thing, it takes every ounce of me not to be like, I'm just going <laughs> to gonna cuss you out. I can't handle it. I can't. It's so and stupid. It's, it's like, so crazy. It's, it's uh, like when someone breaks what, their foot. Well, well, I, I, I scratched myself. Okay. Right. Well, my foot is broken. So calm right. down and sit down over there. Well, I fixed my foot. Thank you. <laughs> and you know what? And that's why I think, uh, start with meeting you but the fact that when I say that you uh are one of the most uh genuine other races that I've met you know what I'm saying like honestly had mm-hmm. a real conversation and um, I've always credited you to saying that oh my god you've made me more confident in who I am as a black woman and you know that's a big statement because again we're taught to walk on eggshells we're taught to make everybody else's you know, race happy, you know, we have to fit in, we have to go to work and we have to fit in with the corporate America. We have to have our hair a certain way. We have to look to part. We have to speak a certain way in order to fit in with the accepted American culture. And people don't understand how much we're having to adjust as black people to fit in with a country that none of us 
actually really own. Like, that's what kills me. Yeah, yeah. that's really crazy. Or, like, I mean, none of you really, like, asked to be part of this in the first place. You At know? all. No, but you nobody just, just showed up from... here because <laughs> right. we decided we needed you. Like, yes. <laughs> we suck. That's right. what it is. We but suck. even... But even the colonized, the colonies were came from somewhere else, so it still yes. was not their land. Even mm-hmm. the Native Americans came from somewhere else. Everybody right. started, and you know, like if you just understand science and how that works, uh-huh. you can really mm-hmm. understand that nobody can lay claim to this this land. Nobody. That we are always trying to say leave and go somewhere. Where am I going to go? Right. Where? You can go away too because your people are not. Nobody. <laughs> That's, it drives me crazy because I'm like, you're probably like more recently come here than they are. So like, <laughs> right. you should be leaving. Like, I'm going right. to need to get it together. Exactly. But I mean, that's the life we have kind kind of like kind of accepted. And it's, it's hard as a black person um, to live on eggshells, to walk. No one wants to walk on eggshells. Everyone should be able to be themselves at any moment. And right, I right. think God and talking to you we have those tough conversations you know you're willing to learn we're li- willing to learn from you you know we're listening to others perspectives and we're not judgmental so yeah I mean I think that was I remember I can't we had a conversation I can't remember what it was but I remember like there was one conversation in particular that we had and we're afterwards thinking like usually this is where like we go our separate ways because that oh conversation, yes I like, remember it awkward. what were we talking about <laughs> we were talking about um um i think we were talking about the lgbt community yes okay yeah and like so we were having some different opinions right yes about the restroom um, <laughs> about yes. the restroom oh, that's thing right. yeah yes that's what and, but, yeah but i remember like that was a defining moment for me like we had already become close at that point i think it was like yeah. a good you know month or so into right. our friendship but like and like we had all kind of disagreed at some point and right. like had different viewpoints and everything and mm-hmm. usually like for me just because of who I am and because I am very strong, like willed mm-hmm. and strong minded of like, these are my beliefs. If you don't believe them, then like, right. Goodbye. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I, like I did not leave that conversation being like, well, I can never talk to them again. So, right. Um, I mean, that and was you, like a big moment for me. Like, yeah, like, it was. I had that conversation. I feel like I heard them. Like I wasn't just sitting there trying to defend myself the whole time. Like I heard what you were saying to mm-hmm. me. Um, and it was like just a real nice moment to have where I could be like, I can actually say all the crap to her and she'll either right. call me on my crap or mm-hmm. I'll call her on hers. Okay. So a couple of years ago, um, I probably would have never, uh, I would have had that conversation with you and mm-hmm. probably would have never talked to you again. <laughs> um, because as I was saying, grew up closed-minded and honestly, I've always, um, credited my open-mindedness to my best friend because if you didn't know, she is very, um, she's a debater. She is uh, very, uh, she is, she is definitely, um, one of those, um, no, what you saying? It's like, she's going to call you on your bull jump period, you know, at any point. So it was a lot of those moments where I really face and throw against the wall. (laughs) First of all, ain't nobody. Oh my goodness. She was like, I'll take a slap. Oh, no, how did you stick around for so long? <laughs> but, to the bed, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like I do, like honestly, I had to really. It was some growing pains over the years um, to get to this place where I am definitely non-judgmental about no one in life. So I totally get where you're understanding. And I mean, like I said, 
to be able to have a friend like you of the uh, of a different race is uh, incredible. It's an incredible experience. So well, I've loved it. I've, I feel like. I feel like I get to ask you guys questions sometimes when I'm like, is this the right thing that I said? Should I, should I have done that? Should I have said that? Like, it's <laughs> nice to know I have someone that like, it's not your job by any means to like correct me and make sure I'm doing it right. But I feel comfortable enough with y'all that like, I know you're going to tell me. If I right, but I do feel that. like that's a responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Because we are close and we are mm-hmm. in different races. So I feel like it is a responsibility. I wouldn't you have you out here looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I do t- I do take this. I would be like, you know what does? You should have not posted it. You, you're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? I would. Yeah. I would take I'm that person. responsibility over your friends. I mean, because you would right. have that. Same Accountability. Accountability over, you know, your 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 family i would right. thank you hey you know you posted that i'm gonna ask you to take it down or yes i mean we should be able to be friends like hey um no nah, i didn't like that and i don't think that it <laughs> right. it, it, it goes over well so if you don't want people coming at you take it down and that's right quick. you know like mm-hmm. not after a day it been posted no as soon as i see it um let me call you real quick right I th- <laughs> right <laughs> i think ashley and i i don't think we i don't think we've had to do that oh no because i don't post Uh, right i mean i post but i'm also very careful about what i post Mm -hmm. um so yeah um, and i also don't think i have any okay i have i have ways and emotions and feelings that are contrary to some but i would never um paint those onto somebody else i won't make you (laughs) like just totally feel like whatever i say is right Right. I'm, I'm also not going to tell you I was wrong. Um. <laughs> she definitely not going to do that. But that's another topic. <laughs> okay. So, so we have a question. This is Ashley's question. So I want Ashley to ask because I want her to explain it. Because she's, yeah, I want her to ask this one. Okay, so um, do you consider yourself an ally or an accomplice? accomplice? I mean, I would think I would like to believe I'm an ally, um, but I read something the other day that talked about how, like, anti-racist work is, like, an always ongoing thing, and so, like, there could be times where I fall off and I'm not doing, like, the greatest job at being the ally, but, like, I definitely feel like I'm an ally. I try to do the best I can. I try to listen the best I can. Um, I feel like when I was younger, I used to think, like, being an ally meant like scream at the top of my lungs basically like just hear me I'm right you're all wrong Um, and as I'm getting older I'm realizing like being an ally so much more in depth than that it's doing internal work on myself so Mm -hmm. like um, especially as a teacher um, like I mean the last school that I worked at like that was what would you say Shakita probably like 80 percent like black students there right yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and so like as a teacher I feel like if I don't constantly work on myself to be an ally um, for people of color, especially like black people right now in today's society, then like I fall off and I'm not an ally anymore. So like I've had to, I found books to read, I found things to do. Um, and if I don't speak up, like that's also me not being an ally. So mm-hmm. um, I want to okay, note so- too that I want to, just to make this note that she does a very well job of well-rounding herself and her children. She is very big on that to make sure her children know that black people rock. <laughs> I think her children read more black books than my kids do. <laughs> I just want to make sure, especially because like where I currently live, like we moved, and where we currently live is a very, very white town. 
like mm-hmm. very white guys um <laughs> like I like I kind of hate it a little bit because I like want my kids to be like surrounded by all these different cultures so I'm trying mm-hmm. to immerse them in books that are different cultures at least to make up for the fact that like I live in like the whitest town in America <laughs> so I'm glad you said that because this means that I can tell you what an accomplice is an okay. accomplice okay so we know that if you rob a bank the person driving the car is your accomplice yep they're in it with you yep I feel like you are more of an accomplice than just an ally because an ally can say I'm here for the fight I believe in it but they don't do anything to back that up. They could not do anything to back that up. You know what I'm saying? They could right. just say, I believe in this movement. Right. That's all we get. Words, but no actions. Right. But an accomplice is, gives you action. Puts it forth. They make it their, their life, mm-hmm. basically. So and- I feel like, yes, the, the term ally is normally the word that's used. But I feel like you're more of an accomplice to the, to the movement and to your, um, a diverse society than anything else. I must say that I had to be uh, educated a little bit on the, those two terms as well, because I was thinking more of allies as well. But then when, you know, you give those examples about I'm in the fight with you, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in this thing with you, does you are that person. You are in the fight. You are using your voice. You are doing the necessary work. So you would be an accomplice more so than an ally because you don't just use your words. You are in the fight. I mean, I try. I, sometimes I fail, and there are times that I'm like, I should have said something. Dang it! Why didn't I open my mouth just now? <laughs> but like, I mean, it but is, nobody's it's an perfect. ongoing. It's an ongoing, constant thing. Like, you have to be just always cognizant of like, I, I, I got to do the thing. I got to say the yeah. thing. It's uncomfortable and awkward, but I got to do it. Right. But I also find myself telling does okay, because <laughs> I don't want you out here getting hurt. Seriously, <laughs> because when that incident that happened to you when you were traveling and you saw those, those yeah cops you know you know she saw cops like attacking some black lives matter movement people and she was out there opening her mouth and i'm like girl shut up <laughs> i'm like girl you must get your tail in the car and go home because you will not die <laughs> Let, you know what i'm saying because when it's so you're like hold on okay you know i, I yeah. mean but you know for me, for me i'm like okay no i'm not trying to go to your funeral for you to be out here going crazy because they didn't shot you or something you know because that's real I don't want that to happen you know just like those people that were out there in where was it just recently in those two that Um, shot the two white guys uh, Wisconsin Mm -hmm. yeah like in Kenosha Mm -hmm. I don't need that happening you know what I'm saying (laughs) I'm serious I don't I mean I I know so I, I, mean, I also feel like it speaks to my white privilege that like it did not even occur to me that I was in any danger. Like it didn't. I know even... it didn't. But girl, I'm I like, know. I'm but like, that's just <laughs> y'all. If, if y'all would have saw the y'all, no. If you would have saw the video, <laughs> and if you know does, but you don't. She is. <laughs> she is ten times like she crazy. So I <laughs> like I don't. She's out there yelling at the cops. <laughs> I'm like, right. She's out here yelling, you know, telling the cops, like, what did he do? I'm like, girl, you don't shut up and mind your business and get in that car. I mean, it was just like, and it was, it it was, it was, I cringed because I know the type of danger that we are in. So I kind of put myself in your shoes, even though you Mm -hmm. are white and I get it. But for Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, okay, no, this is not, no, because I don't trust them. You know what I'm saying? Because anything can happen. So for me, and I know in your moment of that, you know, adrenaline rushing and you seeing it is like, I'm a react period, but it was definitely yeah. scary. 
I mean, yeah, like reflecting back on it, I was like, oh god, that was like a lot more intense. Like, yeah, you were actually crazy. I was like, yeah. is she for real? <laughs> yeah, for real. Got, right. Someone has to say something because you know, if they try to argue back, they're just gonna get in more trouble. If I argue yeah. back, then, you know, just some crazy white Karen over here. So you stupid. <laughs> Not a crazy white Karen. <laughs> but yeah, that was a bit. That was a lot, though. But, but it, it was, just yeah. speaks to the point of you being more of an accomplice. You just couldn't ride by something like that happening and feel like, you know what? I'll just call the mayor in the morning. Right. I'll just write a letter <laughs> in the yeah. And even if that was your thing, you still were doing something, not just like, oh, that's them. I don't even, it doesn't matter. It mattered to you that something was going on within your 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 reach and you right stopped and tried to do something about it and honestly let me tell you the truth at this very point if i were you i probably would not have said anything because they've created that type of fear in us yeah and then i and i think that like again that speaks to just like the vast difference like it didn't even occur to me that like that could be dangerous because i've never had to i've never had an encounter where i was in danger with a cop right um and like that's just right there alone like is ridiculous yeah like that's ridiculous yeah but i didn't like it, i have had safe encounters and you haven't and that's so stupid right and we legit have not like me actually we i've had a couple of occasions where uh we've had some questionable run-ins with the cop and we are we're liable by the citizens but um you know unfortunately because of our skin we're always thought the worst yep. of so that's another story we'll go on but we're going to end this with <laughs> wanting to know what are some things you do to support the movement and what are some things you feel others can do to support the movement um i mean so like i said earlier i i try right now i think it's best for me to amplify people who are putting out the resources and education for people mm-hmm. about things um especially like just because i'm a teacher so like obviously that's like the scope of where I feel like I can make change right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I try to share those kind of resources. Um, there are a couple of platforms I follow on Instagram who have um, a Patreon account. So like you pay like money and like they kind of give you materials each month. Um, so one is called the conscious kid. So it's talking about like how, how to talk about racism with your like four year old, which Adeline's almost four. She'll be four in like two weeks. Um, so it's just things like that where like, it just has to be an ongoing thing. And like, on. Uh, I want to always be having that conversation within my household with it, like with my friends. Um, and so like, like you said, I have, I have a lot of books with, <laughs> with black people in them because <laughs> I want to make sure my kids are well-rounded. Right. Um, but mostly I think, I mean, right now I feel like my job is really to amplify the voices of the people who are, who have done the work mm-hmm. um, and to put forth the effort. Like right now it's really, it's internal. Like a lot of us need to be doing a lot of internal very true within ourselves because if we don't fix ourselves then we're not going to be fixing society anytime soon either right and one of the biggest Um, questions we need to ask ourselves is why am i so offended when i hear black lives matter yep i mean it really is like people need to stop and think like these things that like we're getting like i've seen people get upset over like why is that little thing bothering you so much because really it shouldn't be right um and i also someone the other day posted about how her like there was racism everywhere this is a white lady mind you um <laughs> she posted about how like there it was racism against her kids and like kids at the park didn't want to play with her kids because um they were white and blah 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 whatever but <laughs> <laughs> but it's things like that like where I read it and I'm like 
one, like I need everyone to be educated on what racism is because that's not racism, lady. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. That's not a, that's not mm-hmm. racism is a systematic thing and like that you can't be there is there's no racist against white people. Like that's not how this works because because we're the we're the ones who are doing the oppressing. Like we don't get mm-hmm. to be Right. Uh, like sure they're prejudiced but like also you'd think about why would right. they have that prejudice like what's exactly. the reason for them to think that exactly like, so, i just I and just for us white, black white people, people it's more for us to protect ourselves exactly mm-hmm. yeah and it's I a, it's like a I wall see those things and i'm like it's not that they didn't want to play with your kids because they were white it's because they were scared of what would happen because exactly. your kid was white exactly like exactly. and i just need people to think about these things more and not just sit there and, and take it personal. Like, oh. Yeah, and that's don't take it personal because I've, it. I've been called out before and like, oh, like, oh yeah, crap, that was not. You're right. Let me fix that. Like, that's what you got to do. Like, just go on with it. Right. Like, if someone, if someone tells me I've offended them, I don't get to tell them. Well, it's not. It wasn't offensive. No, they were offended, so I have mm-hmm. to take the repercussions for what that yes. means. Like, I don't get to tell them they weren't offended by it because they mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. And it's a moment so really, for you to I step back and listening. say, right, what do I need to do better? What do I yes. need to work on? And it, like they always say, I've always seen the quote to say that, because um, I follow a lot of mental health um, on Instagram, mm-hmm. that if you, you shouldn't be looking at the other person. You should be looking at yourself and asking yourself, why am I triggered? Exactly. Because it's some work that you have to do. Yeah. And like, like, I mean, I live like in the South, right? So like, this is obviously like, a real hot spot for racism right so like it's just i need people to like really like why are you clinging to these roots so hard like what is it about these roots that you're clinging to and if you want to sit here and tell me how much the confederate flag means to you you better have a real good reason why um, right that's what's like, crazy I just, to me <laughs> yeah i just need people like and that's why like i'm trying to like make sure i surround myself with as much resources and actual education as possible so that way i can like when someone does say something that i deem to be stupid mm-hmm. I have something to direct them to and be like well here why don't you try reading this or doing this or whatever and that's really um, good that you do that because what you don't want to do is mostly give people yourself you need to have something that's going to back you yes so and that's, that's what I found perfect. like if I just sit there and tell them like in a much nicer way but if I if I tell them but <laughs> you're being stupid basically like they don't take it as well as if I'm like well hey have you read this article on this instead? yeah but tends to go over better yeah, right. um, and the conversation at least, at least there is a conversation then, right. as opposed to when I tell them that they're being stupid, then you know <laughs> that usually usually closes the door pretty quickly. You're so crazy. <laughs> well, that was very good conversation. Oh my god, that was really good, really good conversation. I'm super excited that we had you on the show. Me too. I'm so honored that you guys had me and you had all these questions and. Of course. Oh, you know, thanks. You know, we're coming a little professional, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for joining us. And we are looking forward to having you on another show because this conversation was way too good to end it here. But if you want to hear more uh, from Elizabeth, join us on future episodes of The Nitty Gritty with Ash and Keita. Thanks for hanging out. Be sure to join us on the next episode. But if you can't wait, join our Facebook group, Chat with Ash and Keita, for weekly chat sessions about everyday life. Sharing is caring, so share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you don't mind, please subscribe and rate us five stars. 
If you have any suggestions or comments, send us a DM on our Facebook or Instagram pages at The Nitty Gritty with Ash and Kita or email us at thenittygritty.ak at gmail.com. Hey, don't forget to check the episode details for everything Ash and Kita.